0: And now,
1: weighing in, out of the blue
0: corner, John the Pong
1: Thompson. 100%. And on the other side, he weighs in from the red corner, Big John
0: McCarthy Ah, look at Well, you know what I'm looking? I'm looking at that shirt, <sighs> Kingston whatever minds. Yes. What is that? That is a
1: horrible looking The, the fact just that I've horrible. not even explained to you the legendary Kingston Mines in Chicago is just disgraceful. The legendary. It's, John, come on, buddy. Come, come on. on, come on. It's got a little this jazz, a yeah. little music. Oh, man, it's so good. It's so good. We went there with uh, some friends from Bellator, with Jay, with Jamie, with Chris, and Amanda. I mean, there was more, obviously, but I was drinking that night for the first time in months. <laughs> So if I left you out, I apologize, but um, I don't remember you, man. The music is amazing there. The the atmosphere is is like, it has that old style atmosphere, you know, Uh, it's, it was great, man. I love it. I'm glad I was able to go, obviously bought the whole family shirts and stuff just so they can say they went, even though they didn't go, but (laughs) I love it. No, I think it's, uh, you've got to, when you go to cities like that, John, you got to go to places like that.
0: I go to places like that. I have a friend who, every time he goes to a place that's like, you know, I don't care if it's a burger joint or whatever, if he is not where he lives, he buys shirts. He's got to have 500 freaking shirts from just
1: dumbass burger shops or beer bars or just crazy. Everyone has their thing. I mean, like for me, yeah. for me, it was more like just when you visit something like this, it's historic. You know, um, what was it? I bought a shirt when we went to Wrigley Field. I may never go. Okay. I may never go back. Okay. I may take my son. Let's I may see, never Wrigley, go. Back. That's but, different. You know that's what different. I mean? Like that's you Wrigley just, Field. you just, I don't know. You just want to go. You, you I want to experience those things. I didn't. I never knew that Wrigley Field had people that on the back side, where on the other side, where the home run is, where they hit the home runs. There's apartments on that side. Oh and yeah, people do uh, rooftop parties, they yeah. do rooftop balcony parties and all that stuff. People will yep. rent their Airbnb out their spots so you get yeah. a view of the game. I mean, I think it's fantastic, man. I think it's fantastic. Like those are things that I you will never sure you can see it on TV, but you don't really get the gist of it until you're there in person, walking by the house and like they're charging entry fees. They have kegs out front. They've got music and DJs playing. And it reminded me of when I went to, to, the, the to the Kentucky Derby. I pulled up to the Kentucky Derby expecting like extravagant like parking, all this stuff. It's people's houses. Like you par- you pull up right to the Kentucky Derby. And when you're at the Derby, like you park in someone's yard and they charge you forty bucks. But the great thing about it when you park there, at the end of it because they, they have a certain amount of parking, what they've done is they've taken that money now. And if you can show them that you parked in your in their in their yard, you get free admittance admission into their their house party that they throw after, where they sell beer and they sell food and they sell and there's a DJ. It's pretty awesome. So you leave the Kentucky Derby, you walk down to pick up your car, and you realize that there is a house party at every house where people park their vehicles, and you automatically get free admission into their house party if you parked. You can show them that the stub that you parked in their property. And if you didn't, they charge you an admission to get into their house party. It's pretty cool, man. I think they got a good little and then those people when you buy or when you you park your vehicle there, they have golf carts that run you to and from the front to drop you off in front of the Derby. I thought pretty I nice. thought it was I thought it was great, man. I mean, for me it was an experience um, that I'll never forget. I had one of the best times at the Kentucky Derby. I never thought I would. You know, we went, we did the Friday night races, we did the Saturday. It was so fun. It was so much fun, man. We had a blast. Uh, you know, you don't gotta bet a lot. You just it just makes so fun. You bet on every race, a couple bucks, you know. Sometimes you when you believe, you bet up to you know, twenty, thirty, forty, whatever it is. But majority of the time you're just betting like two bucks on this, five bucks on this, to, you know, and you're just trying to stay ahead of the game. As long as I'm not losing money, I'm trying to stay <laughs> John. Don't roll your <laughs> damn eyes at me. Dude, it's fun. Let me tell you something.
0: If there's something I've learned early on, horse racing is fixed.
1: (laughs) You're such a hater. (laughs) You're such a hater. Fixed, Uh, I'm telling you. You know, in Idaho, it was in, it was actually on the border of Idaho and uh, Washington when I was in high school. And you can gamble when you're 18, you've got to be 21. And so then I would go there when I turned 18 and they had dog races. And the yep. dog races were so much fun. You go there, you get like 10 races for the day, or whatever it is, or 20 race, whatever it was. And you'd have a blast, man. I had so much fun. And then PETA came in and fucked it all up. And now dogs, you can't race dogs there and all this other shit. Now you got it just it sucks. I do I not mean, I would go when I Yeah. I would go to Australia
0: and I have a friend there, Andy Raymond. He was a big time uh you know what footy is? Footy is like rugby. No, footy is
1: not that footy.
0: (laughs) Footy is soccer. (laughs) No, footy is—they call it footy in Australia—is like rugby. Okay, because there's Australian rules football, and then there's rugby, Mm -hmm. and so they call it footy. And Andy's one of the play-by-play guys for a long time with it and stuff. Well-known guy, but we every time we get together, his his wife Terry and Elaine, we would go to this place that he had. That was this little dive bar area with pizza. And you could bet on every damn horse race, dog race. I don't care what it was. They would race it camel racing all around the world. And it was all up on these TVs and you could bet on all of them. It was nuts.
1: I love it. I love it. I mean, like, and that's the biggest thing is like, you don't have people keep, there's this misconception. I have to bet. 15 bucks, $25, $50. No. no, 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 no. it's so much Two fun bucks. just to bet a dollar, to bet $2. Yeah. When you believe you bet as high as five, you know what I mean? Like when you believe, like it's like outside, believe. outside of that, I mean, I have a feeling. I, 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 I just bet to see if I make enough to make the next bet. <laughs> That's all like, <laughs> cause it just makes it more fun. Like you're literally yeah. yelling for a horse. You're, you got skin in the game, man. And it's, it's fun. Now, I'm not telling everyone to go out there and be a fucking degenerate. Okay, I'm just telling you guys. Yeah, that I'm just telling you guys, I am. Yeah, that I am. Yeah, that I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the a little bit of the hustle, man. I love it. Just trying to pick the winners. Look, it's really hard to pick winners in MMA, especially when you're as connected as John and I. Because we, even though we don't think our emotions and our and our knowledge get in the way, they get in the way. It gets in the way every <laughs> single damn time. Oh, well, if there's one thing that's proven your emotions absolutely get in the way but but my emotions have been right quite a bit john oh that's the see there you go you're trying to go there you're the guy that if if
0: there was a guy that could be swayed (laughs) yes you if you if you want to have someone on your jury you killed somebody okay but if josh thompson is in the jury Mm -hmm. pool pick him yeah because i'm promising you yeah you could put the murder weapon, you could put a videotape of you doing yep. it, and you, he can definitely be swayed that you're innocent. Absolutely. <laughs> you,
1: what, what's that song, uh, Dave? What's that song by Shaggy? About, Like, uh, she caught me on the counter. It wasn't caught, me. It wasn't me. She caught me on the it counter. Wasn't it wasn't me. me. Like... Bro, <laughs> Even if I saw you, no, I don't believe it. I'm <laughs> like, I just don't. You could have done I just that. don't. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna believe that someone would kill somebody. It's, I'm just I'm on your side, brother. If I didn't see the knife go in at that very moment or whatever, I it's it's all it videotape staged.
0: AI, states, AI, yeah. AI. So, totally, it's all Hollywood.
1: Uh, Hollywood, Hollywood. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Hey, are you gonna pull up this Zoom, or are you just gonna let me look at your ugly face on the Zoom? Wait. Oh, oh snap! He buddy. just doesn't. I don't even realize that helping. it he he wasn't sure. He doesn't today, do anything man. to try Spies to
0: help, He just sitting there. He doesn't even push the buttons. anymore. yeah, hey, I know. In well, the vein of just, col, in the vein of
2: Colby Covington, John. I'm gonna need you to drop and give me ten push-ups. You're gonna have to drop and give me ten push-ups if you want me to do anything. Okay,
0: hold on. Oh, oh,
2: jeez! <laughs> oh, no. John's never oh, gonna God, get back gonna... up. <laughs> call name one one. Call name one one.
1: <laughs> oh yeah!
2: Oh, oh we, got we got him! We got him! We
1: got him! We got him!
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh, ten,
1: baby, boom! You already look I later. can now ask Colby There's, a question is, at Media Day. There is no way he did 10 that fast. <laughs> I swear to God, I just did. <laughs> I, was Ready waiting, to go. I was waiting for you to hit that life alert button to get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> Falling in I can't yes. get up. The <laughs> like fucking life, life alert. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Hey, guys uh before we get started man hit that subscribe button subscribe (laughs) to us on this channel we want to thank you guys so much also follow us over at onlyfans we did a live show right before we came on here and we talked about something on there with the clarissa shields uh sparring session so if you guys want to see what we had to say on there subscribe to us over there it's free the content over there is free it does not cost anything if you do not follow porn stars then they will not come up on your feed Oh, if you follow yep. us, whatever it is we post will come up on your feed. Don't worry about having to see Coochie in your face and all the other stuff. Okay, because unless you follow it, okay, it will not come up on your feed. If you just follow us and subscribe to us and the, and all the other fighters that are on that platform, you've got Chris Cyborg, you've got AJ McKee, got, you've got Luke Rockhold, Charles Oliveira. I mean, there's plenty more that I'm, I know that I'm skipping. Brett Premises is on there. There's a lot of fighters that are going to be on there. I know there's a new fighter that they're about to sign, but I can't say anything about it until they get the deal and the full contract is completely done. But you guys will be stoked because he's one of the all-time favorites in the world that people love. He absolutely loves. They actually love him. Fans love him. So he will be uh, signing with them hopefully here shortly. But I'm excited for him to be on that platform. And uh, we will hopefully get him on this podcast. That is the plan. Ooh, that you? is something big. Huge. Love it. All right, guys. Uh, but follow us over at onlyfans.com slash weighing in and hit to also the weighing in merch.com. is hoodie season, as John is saying, and hats and all the other stuff. I've reached out to um, our provider as well, our merch guy, and try to get you guys some sweats and some beanies designed up and put up on our site as soon as possible for Christmas gifts. As John said last week, it's the holiday season. Let's give Gotta people it up, baby. something that says Wayne in. No, no, no. Let's not check our weight. Okay. But let's give them that says Wayne in, All right? Especially <laughs> let's, let's avoid checking the weight until after the holidays. Um, Let's jump right into this, man. UFC 296. You got Edwards versus Covington. Woo! We got talk our to talk to me, baby. Week. You
0: go, I'm just letting you go. You're just going to let me go. I'm just going to let, gonna you let, let go. me go. Yeah.
1: Because see, everyone says I'm a Colby hater, which I am not. You are not. I know you're not, but
0: okay look, look pe- so
1: people are gonna Just let you go, john people are gonna always see like dave D- dave's gonna see things through his lens we're gonna see things through our lens our lens tends to be more on the uh knowledge side and dave's lens tends to be more on the trash side and so it's it's yes he is emotionally he's emotionally attached yes, <laughs> mostly his, involved his heart uh, pitter-patters every time do you, you, bring do you know
0: oh dude i gotta show you a picture did i send you that picture of what colby
1: covington
0: it, mm-hmm. no it reminded me of dave looking at colby covington oh, geez okay but it is tyson fury i got it i'm sending this to you right now um this is because i love you right here you're gonna love it uh, oh my God! Is on. this going on the air or no? Yeah, uh, yeah, I can go on the air. I'll send. I'll send it to you too, Dave.
2: <laughs> oh, the the dead
1: space right now is killing oh, me. Oh my no. God! Well, why, John? while well, okay. well, John's twinking around with tell his phone him no, no, tell, tell me when you
0: see this. <laughs> Let me see this thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go back to one of the damn flip phones. Oh
1: Jesus, man! Oh I'm my gosh! Okay, hold on. What what do you see? I well, I mean like normally I would say Chris Martel, but it's the Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my boy Chris Ma- Oh man, Chris, Chris brother, I love you man. He's the Hammer. But uh yeah, this is hilarious. Wow, that's a The guy on the right does look <laughs> a little bit by, it, but yeah, I see the Hammer, bro. <laughs> Do you not? Do you not see? Oh, dude. Okay. I just looked. And I said, "Damn." Yeah, yeah. Tyson's ex- Tyson's excited. Blessed. I call it blessed. Uh, did you? Did you send it to Dave?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. Dave. he's got it oh, pulled right up. Now.
1: Jesus Christ, man. Jeez. I mean, like, get like save some women for us. <laughs> like, you know. I mean, you actually, if you're that size, you probably did save some women for us because they ain't fucking with that. <laughs> they're like nah they're like nah i'm good i'm good i'll pass on that he's like he's not only he's not only running boxing he's running everything yeah he's running through it is what he's running <laughs> jesus it's coming out the back <laughs> he's like Whew. oh man um okay look, look, look i'm not gonna run too much uh uh i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna run too much so
0: every, i just wanted to uh, my, my whole purpose of that photo. Every time Dave sees a picture of Colby, that's how Dave gets a little, a little, (laughs) a little stiff
1: in the willy, just a little stiff in the wills. You guys, look, if it seems like we don't like Colby, it's because we like to give podcast Dave a hard time because he's a huge Colby Covington fan. Huge, huge, Um, crazy. Look, I think that Colby does have a, a, a good chance of winning this fight. I believe that, um, stylistically. He is probably one of the only ones that has a good chance of beating Leon Edwards in this weight class. That being said, my concern with Colby Covington. Said- yes, my concern with Colby Covington is his inactivity. Yes. That's it. That's all yeah. that's the only thing that I have like that I think that Leon Edwards is going to win this fight is because of the inactivity of Colby Covington fighting top level fighters. He has not done that in a while. Beating George all, I get it, but George is old. Yeah. George, George is not the same fighter he was when he was younger. He's not the same. He's got – sure, his takedown defense is good, okay? But the age got to him. The conditioning started to get to him. He couldn't get his cardio up to the level that it was going to take to beat Colby Covington. Beating Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley is was getting older as well. His takedown – he fell in love with his power – Didn't work on the wrestling as much as he used to. And I'm not trying to take away from Colby Covington at all and his wins and his successes. I'm not. What I'm saying is the guys that he beat that put him in the position he's in now are not at the level of which Leon Edwards is operating at right now. He is at a different level than all the other guys that Colby Covington has fought. Now, like I said from the beginning, there's a good chance Colby can win this fight. I'm going to lean with Leon, though, the speed, the movement, the mobility, the activity of fighting someone who is very tailor-made, like, like uh, Kamaru Usman was for Leon. He understands, if I can take you down, put you on your back, or I can stuff your takedowns and make you pay, this will be a different fight. You will second-guess who you are. You won't fight the aggressive fight that you think you're going to be able to fight against somebody else that you have fought. You can't fight me the way you fought George Masvidal. You can't fight me the way that you fought Tyron Woodley. You fight me those ways, I'm knocking you the fuck out. That's what what Leon Edwards is thinking. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I'm saying that I'm leaning towards Leon because of those reasons. He's fought top-level fighters, and he has been active as of lately. Colby has not been. (sighs) Okay, he
0: does have the skill to win the fight. Because his wrestling is absolutely, it's top-notch as far as for MMA. Because he is consistently aggressive with it. He goes after it. He chain wrestles together. He doesn't stop. He doesn't quit on it. If he misses the first one, he's going to go for the second one. And when he misses the second one, he's going to go for the third and the fourth and the fifth. Mm -hmm. He just goes on and on and on. So that's his way of winning it. His way of winning this fight, in my opinion, is he's got to go five rounds. He's got to go five rounds, and he's got to win those rounds by putting Leon on his back and being able to control the position of the fight, try to do some damage down there. He's not going to be able to to do a bunch, but he's got a pressure, and he weaponizes his cardiovascular uh, in a way that he can push the pace and push someone off of the cliff. Here's the problem. 32 years of age compared to Colby's now 35, almost 36. Mm. You look at the 170 pounds and down. About 80% of the time, the younger fighter wins. Who's the younger fighter here? Yeah, It's Leon. And so the, the fact that Colby has not been fighting is a big factor in my mind as far as he's got to get past that because he's got to get past that comfort level that is just when you are busy and doing things it becomes that repetition factor where it just becomes normal and he hasn't been in that because he hasn't been mm-hmm. fighting you know and so he's going to have to get past it's, there's always going to be nerves and there's nerves on both sides and there's always going to be you know some trepidation fear whatever you want to call it as far as you never want to go out there and look bad But there's not fear of the opponent. You just don't want to make the mistake that puts you away fast. So I look at everything there is here. And Colby can definitely win the fight. But he's going to have to beat a really good fighter in Leon. A guy whose stand-up is very clean. He's got a reach advantage on Colby. Everything there is. You're looking, Colby's 5'11". Leon is 6'2". You're looking at Colby's got a reach of about 72 inches. I believe that Leon Edwards has a reach of 74 and a half. Not that much of a difference, but when you're the better striker, it's a difference. And you're faster. And, and that's the other part of it when you look at it. Speed-wise, Colby is not slow, but he's, he's going to be at a disadvantage as far as
1: when the fight is at distance. I've said it before. Leon's probably the, the fastest fighter I've ever sparred with. I've said this before. When I trained with him when he was younger, okay, I know it was a while back, but he came after he had lost to Kamaru Usman. He came to AKA to get some wrestling in. And I was like, who is this Who is this young guy? I was out there trading with him, doing this, doing that. And I was like, you are just fucking fast. He was so fast. And for me, I was in my prime. I was doing everything that... I was supposed to be doing, and this kid was hitting me. I'm like, who is this kid? Now I'd never seen him fight. I didn't know who he was. Psh, sorry. I mean, and look at him now. Look at him now. Like he said. Mean, look at him now. Look at he, me now. And, and now? Yeah. And now?
0: He's a lot better fighter than he was
1: when you oh, were. Oh, absolutely. It, night you know? and day. So, it's completely well, night yeah. and day. But, um, yeah. but John, look, go back to the rankings, if you could. This is what's going to happen, and I'm going to call it out here first. Um, the loser of this fight is going to fight. If Shavkot beats Steven Thompson, he's going to fight Shavkot. The loser of this fight is going to fight Shavkot, and Shavkot from then on will be the, the, the next uh, person to fight for the title. They are going to pass everybody up. And you it, think they're going to pass yes. Bilal up? Yeah. I think all the things that have been said, about Shavkat in the gym. You gotta remember Kamaru Usman comes from Killcliff. Uh Ian Gary comes from Killcliff. Um uh, no, Ian Gary doesn't come from anywhere. Well it's, <laughs> it's, I don't know where he's at he now. Out of it, I don't know. No one does. Well he was or, he was there like. just a couple a couple what last he was last there. Fight. He was yeah, yeah. He was there. So Ian Gary, uh yeah, Ian Ian Gary was there. Okay, Shavkat is there, Kamaru Usman is there, Gilbert Burns is there. Uh, all those guys are in that gym. Shavka is the the, the buzz, the talk, all the conversation. He's the boogeyman. That's bo- exactly what they call him, the boogeyman. Yep, he's the boogeyman. I look at if he beats Steven Thompson, he will fight the loser of this fight. And that will put him right in contention to fight for the title shot. Maybe in that process of fighting the loser, they'll have Bilal fight the winner for the title. I could see yeah. that happening. And then having you know shopcott probably be the backup if it is if someone does fall off in the title shot, that's the way it would look. But I I look at it I look at that's what they're looking to do, uh, because if you look at Shavkat, he's young, but not only is he young, but he fights a very ex, uh, exciting style of fighting. He finishes he finishes people. people, but on top of that, he is a nasty matchup for both Leon and for Colby Covington. So. I agree. Uh, It's when I uh, I I can't say any and much more about this fight. It's a good fight for me. It's the inactivity of Colby against top level competition, and there that that says a lot. I mean, I've been in this game for twenty something years, John, and you you've since dirt. Okay, but it's like literally like I'm saying my best years of my career when I was active, when I was fighting three four times a year. When I could get as many fights as I could, is when I had my most success. That there's something to it. And right now, Colby Covington's fought twice in the last basically three years. You know, it's it and it's not against world class world beaters. It's against fighters that are older in the tooth, and nothing against those fighters. They were great when they were younger, but they weren't great when they fought Colby Covington. That being said, he's got the ability, he's got the talent to beat Leon. He, but he's got the one way of doing it: wrestling him, controlling him, and that's yep. it. He will. And he's, but he's got to do it. In my opinion, he's got to do it
0: round after round yes. after round. Which is, I'm not saying he can't do it. It's just not easy.
1: Well, what we saw though also is the way that Col- the way that Leon Edwards is able to now control risk, control get himself back up to his feet, two hands on one, not oh, yeah. not allowing you to lock your hands. He's understand how to how to scrape you off the fence how to get up from out in the open, how to just even just that, that risk control is so key when you're watching him. He knows that you can't, you can't fall in this direction with the fence this way. So he knows how to get out. He knows how to take the arm over the head and put his back to the fence and then face you and knee you. And then when he does escape, which I was really impressed by, he circles back out to the middle you know how many dumb people that, you know, dumb fighters that I've met that they you get away and then they put their back back to the fence? Back to the fence. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? You just got your ass back up. What are you doing? Get away. <laughs> get away from the fence. Uh, he is fighting at another level right now. Um, and that's, and in a fight though, it's not to be said that Kobe can't win this fight. I think he can. But um, Leon to me right now is operating on a different level.
0: I agree. Okay. But, That's why you do the fight. But in in my opinion, the one thing I look at this and you might disagree with me, but I honestly believe the pressure in this fight is on Colby. There's a, there's a ton riding for him on this because look at the, look at where he's at. Mm -hmm. Look at his record for the last four fights, two and two. Okay. If he loses this one, his record for the last five fights is two and three. Yeah. Okay. That's not, he's not going to be, be, you know, being thought of as someone. He's going to drop way down in the rankings. But can that, you say that against three title fights? I don't think, I don't say
2: that against three title fights. Can you say that against three title fights?
0: Can you say it against three title fights?
2: But he's saying his losses
0: have been three, three losses. His fights? losses? Yeah. They're yeah. title fights. I, no doubt. Look, I'm not saying that, look, he's a good fighter and he is a tough individual. Mm-hmm. But, when you take a look at, it's no different, you know. When Josh, you talk about all the time, you know, ah, I don't want to get that second one. You know, that mm-hmm. I got a loss, I can't get that second one. And you start thinking, and your brain starts working in certain ways, and you create the pressure mm-hmm. for your for yourself in a fight that sometimes you just got to go out and be free. And I look at this one; he knows what he's up against. Mm-hmm. He's he's not a dumb person. He's a smart guy, and he knows that. Leon has advantages over him in certain areas and he has his advantages, but he's going to be in that position. I'm just looking. I think the pressure to me in this fight is riding more on Colby Covington's shoulders than it is the champions.
1: Leon Edwards. I would agree with you hundred percent. The fact that you thought I would disagree with you kind of makes me upset um, <laughs> because the reason being is Dave pull back up the rankings. I will disagree with you in one part. I don't think he's going to drop a lot. What I do think, though, is that what he's done is he's painted himself into a corner. When you fighters put more pressure on themselves when they're not active, because that pisses the UFC off. That's one. Two is he's talked himself. He's talked his way into this shot. Nope, I'm waiting. Nope, I'm waiting. Nope, I beat that guy. Nope, I'm not. That that automatically puts the pressure on you now because the UFC is like finally like you know what? Fuck it. Let's just give him the title shot. He gets the title shot. If you lose, don't ask us for another one. You're gonna have to fight three or four more times because also to your 35. You'll be 36 in February. There you we go. We have no so use before, for you anymore. Before he ever worked yep. himself back yep. to a title, yes. What's his age? So he's he has put the pressure now on himself to win this title. He needs to win this title because if he doesn't. I don't I don't see him ever really getting a title shot again outside of an outstanding knockout submission performance over somebody like a Shavkot or over somebody like a, a, if Bilal was to be next, maybe beating Bilal. But honestly, stylistically, those two fights are not good matchups for him either. So I'm not saying he can't win them, but I'm simply saying his inactivity is one. He's put the pressure on himself. Like I'm agreeing with you is because he's waited it out. And he's done the talking now to get himself into this position. But now if you don't win, you've just taken all that time off with no money, no pay. Like, you really are banking on you winning this title. And I don't know. I don't know. After they seeing seen the, the way that Leon Edwards is able to stuff takedowns, he's the faster fighter. He is um, the younger fighter. He is somebody that can, the risk control to me is going to be key in this fight. His way oh, yeah. of getting back up to his feet is phenomenal, man. It's phenomenal. And on the feet, it's it's, not, it's like night and day. It's just a completely different fight. Doesn't mean he can't get clipped. Leon nope. got clipped with Nate. Got clipped there. Doesn't mean he can't get clipped. Colby Covington doesn't have traditional style stand-up. The overhand no. right, the funky uppercuts, mixed in with the wrestling, all that stuff. I mean, he could catch Leon. He could. I mean, if, you, if I was to say if he was to win this fight, it's either going to be by a decision and grinding him out, which I think is actually less likely than Colby Covington catching him with a shot in a weird angle. In times of just throwing an overhand right or throwing an uppercut and an overhand right or whatever in that type of thing, in that type of exchange to get in on the double that drops Leon because Leon's worried about defending the takedowns. That's that's more of the way I see Colby winning this fight, not him grinding him out for five rounds. I don't think I don't I don't think that's possible.
0: In a way, when you look at it, though, hasn't Leon been put in a position where his last two fights, he's fighting someone who's very similar to Colby. You could say he's better. Exactly. Yeah. That's my point. Very similar in the fact that he's got good wrestling. He's got a gas tank. He can go. He puts a lot of pressure on you. But Kamaru Usman's got
1: power in his, in his punching.
0: Colby doesn't have that same amount of
1: power. I agree. I'm not disagreeing with that. What I'm saying is that Kamaru Usman is a traditional style stand up guy, straight jabs, straight right hand, yeah. straight hook, all those things. He is a traditional style stand up guy. Colby Covington is his stand up is sloppy. It comes from all angles. It, it's those are those are difficult guys to deal with when you know the takedowns coming. Do I take his shitty shot and then, or do and focus on stuff in the takedown, or do I defend the 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 shitty shot like the shitty like striking and then get taken down and work my way back up to the feet. It's it's a it, it's a mind fuck. It really is. And so he's gonna have to deal with that type of thing. I think though that Leon's gonna have the speed and the ability to stick the jab, to hit the to rip the body kick, to rip the calf kick, slow Colby down early in the fight, and then you then be able to start picking him apart, like like as in using his power shots and getting in three and four punch combinations in by rounds three and four, if he does good work in rounds one and two, by eating up the calf, eating up the body, keeping, keeping Colby's, um, elbows loyal to his ribs with the body kicks and also the head kicks. Those things will keep that, that fight a wrestler. They'll keep their hands here versus, okay, let me reach out and grab something. No, no, no. I got to keep him here. I'm going to get knocked the fuck out. So Leon's got to fight a smart fight but Colby's got, he's got to fight a perfect fight. That's the way I look at this.
0: All right. Before we go on to the next one, Dave, what's your breakdown on this fight?
1: (laughs) No, Dave, seriously, give us something, buddy. Come on, Dave. I want to try to try to pull the sack out of your mouth. Okay. And just give us something (laughs) real though. Give us real. Give us what you really believe though. But in a, in a, in a real way though.
2: I I could see a scenario where this looks like the last Leon Usman fight and it's and it could go all 5 rounds and and it could be it could be a tough a toughest dis- because the last Usman and Edwards fight was uh it wasn't um it was it wasn't like totally one-sided but it was like if it had No gone the rounds the were way, close. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, but in the end you could see who was winning them. Mhm.
2: Yeah, I I've got a funny feeling this is going to be one of those fights where you don't feel totally satisfied with what like you paid your money for, but um, but it could and and Colby I think could be good enough to to get a win that way.
1: He could, no doubt about yeah. it. it. I agree with you. Do, and the roles could be reversed. We could totally not be satisfied even if Leon won. Yeah, I, I, it's funny yeah. you brought that up, Dave, because I was actually thinking like Leon could end up fighting a conservative fight because every fighter's biggest fear is to lose to Colby Covington. <laughs> it's true
0: right, it's, hold on it's the same hold
1: it's the same thing that happened with you know guys fighting Tito yeah
0: I can't lose to Tito
1: yeah it, Tito know, like, uh, the Conor McGregor like like they're like no yeah. I'm not losing to that guy like I fucking hate that guy yeah. I don't want to lose to him and yeah. it, you know that's just
2: and I think Kobe's gonna be ready for the head kick now that he's seen it once uh, saw the attempts the last one mm-hmm. Like I think he's gonna be a bit more prepared with it Head movement, they they're getting out of the way of that head kick, and uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I and would, it
2: may just be just may just be enough.
1: You're right, but the thing is, uh, he has a tendency to dip his head a lot when he throws his striking. He's kind of a hunched over uh, striker, which is why I think that there's a chance Leon could get caught with a little over overhand right or loopy uppercut slash overhand right. I could say that, but I could also see Kobe getting clipped. With a push kick up the face, or a knee up the face, or a, fl- a jumping flying knee, because Kobe dips his head a lot when he strikes.
2: But but is is Edwards the guy that he can take down off of one of those fairly not easily, but but more easily than Usman, and do enough with a takedown what, to score enough to I, win the I
0: think there's no doubt he can take Leon down. The oh. question is, can he keep him down? Yeah. You know, look. I, I think... But what
2: scores the points? What scores the points? The takedown or the keeping them down?
0: No it. <laughs> it's the takedown itself is not so much. You know, and this is where people get confused. A takedown is not because my butt hit the ground. It's what do you do with the takedown? If my if my butt hits the ground and is on the ground for two mm. two seconds and I've worked myself back to my feet and nothing has happened within that. That's no different than a change of position on the feet. It's the exact same thing. There was nothing that was landed, except there was a momentary change of position from standing to ground back to standing. That is not a takedown. That doesn't score anything. Now, if it's the only thing that happens in that round, yeah, I would give it to Colby Covington based upon, hey, he went for the takedown. It put it put Leon on the ground for you know two seconds and Leon got back up that might be the one thing that you say oh I'm gonna you know I don't want to give a 10-10 I would give a 10-10 in that situation but someone doesn't want to they can say well Colby got a takedown it really is not a takedown a takedown is when you put somebody on the ground and control the position having that person on the ground you get and maintain that position and do some type of damage now I'm going to give you credit for the takedown, too, because mm-hmm. you did something. The time that the takedown will count and makes it to where I don't care, I take and I elevate. I'm Colby, and I elevate Leon up in the air and then bring him down onto the canvas with impact. That counts the same as a punch. That counts the same as you know a, a big-time strike because that hurts, and it has an effect on the fighter even if he bounces right back up. No one, I don't care who you are, no one wants to get bounced off of the canvas. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Sometimes it hurts you bad. So, you know, that counts all the time. But if it's just butt hits the ground
1: and he's back up, that doesn't mean anything really. There's a, there's a like when I look at styles in terms of like what they do bring to the table, Colby brings the cardio. Leon has been known to sometimes, he's got great cardio. Not anymore. But he doesn't fight at the pace in which like would push the action. He fights a very, uh, I don't want to say conservative. Control. He he fights a very controlled fight, which is very high fight IQ. He understands, like, look, I can't be just out there blowing as fast as I can and then get exhausted and then don't have anything left. (coughs) Colby's the opposite of that. He will put himself in harm's way to try to get you and grind on you and grind on you and do that but outside of the wrestling and the cardio all the other features i feel like the all the other factors in this fight favor leon edwards i favor that <clears throat> the takedown defense i'm not takedown defense but the, the ground game itself the submissions that favors leon i think the striking favors leon i think his footwork and his ability to speed favors leon Kobe has cardio and wrestling I don't look at a big submission threat from Colby Covington. Not against Leon Edwards. I'm not saying it can't happen, but he's going to have to catch him in some sort of transition. I think Leon is better than him on the ground and grappling. I think he's better than him on the feet. I think he's a better striker and footwork. All of those things are going to play a big factor in this fight. And I'm leaning, I'm obviously leaning towards Leon, but not to say that Colby can't get it done. Yep. All right, next fight. All right, we have the title
0: fight. The new champion, Mr. Alexander (laughs) Pantoja, against Brandon Royval. This is a great matchup. I love
1: both guys. This is a rematch, correct? Yeah. Have they fought twice before or just once? This is the one where Royval dislocated his shoulder, correct? No, no, no. no, That was against Moreno. That was against Moreno. There you go. Okay.
0: I believe Mm that they fought
1: once before, and he's got a loss to him. God, yeah, right there, once, all the way up, yeah, he lost him just the one time, right there. He got caught with a rear naked naked choke. choke. That was the fight right after Brandon Moreno when he had dislocated his shoulder. He wasn't the same fighter. Yeah, well, so we're gonna we're gonna now you're gonna
0: see is he the same fighter because this is a this is an interesting. But Roy Vale is fun to watch. Mm -hmm. He goes everywhere. He's got good stand up. He's got a good ground game pantoja's got good stand-up he's got a great ground game these guys match up really well it's a question of who's gonna get the momentum in the fight you know obviously pantoja has more experience i always say that when you become the champion you get a little bit better 10 15 better i think a little bit difference in that percentage points as far as how you are and that sometimes can make big differences in fights and stuff so uh Pantoja, look, he's been there and done it against everybody. You know, he's got you know, what, five losses or something? But he's good. He is good. And and just his the way when he won the title against Moreno, you take a look there there were moments, Josh, when you could look at that fight and you go, He's breaking. He never did. No. He kept coming back, kept coming back, kept coming back. Every time <laughs> Moreno would step on the gas and go after him. He would step on the gas and go back after him, and you just had to look and say, "Man, just a great effort." And uh, I don't know; he might he might hold that title for a while. He's been he had been uh, running around all the time, beating everybody, mm-hmm. but never got the chance. And Then he gets the chance.
1: Look at what he's done, John. I talk about this from my own career, and and I talk about it from the experience of my own career. There's fights in your career that stick with you. There's fights in your career that you will. That define you for, but for you though, what I yeah, mean by that is it's it's you you learn something about yourself. Exactly, I think his fight with Moreno was the fight that he learned a lot about himself. I agree, and I think that <clears throat> Brandon Royval is a fantastic fighter, but becoming Pantoja, becoming the champion, and the way that he did it, he learned so much more about himself. I think he realizes my body and my brain can do a lot more than I believe to myself could do. And that says that's dangerous. That, that yeah. to me is someone like going, there's not one thing you can do to me. I know I can do it. I know I can break through this. I know I can push harder in training. I know I can fight harder in this, in this cage. He's been tested to the limit. Brandon Moreno pushed him to the breaking points and that got him back down. He didn't take a step back. He pushed through. He learned something about himself as a champion. And then putting that belt around his waist, it's in his mind now that everything I've done has led me to this point, And I'm not giving it up to you. Yeah, I, I just I, agree with you. I, I just look at Pantoja. If he is if he is a fraction, I would say not a fraction. If he's if he's ninety-eight percent of what he was last fight. I think he steamrolls Roy Law. It's doing a lot. It is is. Good. He's good. He's tough. He's, he's all a tall, young fighter. But Pantoja, right now, I feel like is operating on a different level, just a different level. And yeah. we're going to see if the Kyrios. Now, look, on the flip side, I'm going to play devil's advocate on this. Let's hear it. Did he give it all so much that he's like, ah, I know I can do it? I've already done it. Da, 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 like, and then he's taking it for granted. Nah. We've seen that. We've seen that from fighters. <laughs> We've seen that,
0: but, but, but you take a look at where he trains and the people that he trains
1: with and the things that the coaches say about him, he's not that well, good. Well, I take, I take it from what he said after about how all he did was try to fight for his father's approval. Yeah, You know, and that, I'm telling you, man, these fighters, we all majority of us came from a place that not many people want to come from and that wouldn't be able to handle. And this young man has has been fighting for someone's approval. And John, you and I both have fathers and we both understood what it was like to be, to, to, to look for their approval and yep. and to want it and to just, that's all we wanted. And this young man did it and man, it just, it, it's not done. He's not done yet. He's no, not I done. I don't think so. And so I, I'm, not taking, I'm not taking anything away from Brandon Vall. He's a fantastic fighter. One of the most exciting fighters to watch too. He lets it all go. But outside of, outside of Pantoja getting clipped or caught making a mistake, I think that uh, I think that it's going to be his night. I agree. We got Shavkat Rachmanov against
0: Wonder Boy Steven Thompson. This is a great welterweight matchup, but when you're taking a look at Shavkat, 17-0, so no one has figured out how to get past this guy. And like we have just said earlier, they call him the boogeyman. That's what you know his nickname is at, at Killcliff FC. And everyone there says "Now there's something special sure. about him.
1: Well, let's let us let us get into like the sacrifices that fighters make. Okay. I saw a video today. His sister got married, I think yesterday or over the weekend, and he's face he's yeah. FaceTiming in because he didn't go. Yeah. And yeah. she understands his goals, he understands what, what's important for him. This fight against Stephen Thompson is his next step to one step closer to the title. Seventeen and zero has a chance to do something that you know not a lot of people have been able to do, and that's beat Stephen Thompson. And then that I, I believe, because of his age, because of the way he fights, I believe he'll leapfrog almost everyone and probably get right to the the loser of the of the uh, of the title fight against Colby and Leon. I think mean, he'll end up fighting the loser of that fight. There, people amongst the UFC that I've talked to dana's dana's all about him they love oh, yeah. everything about him ufc loves everything about him you know um they uh, looking forward to seeing him potentially fight for the title as soon as possible so uh, it's gonna be a good fight steven though being his age what do you think like i love steven thompson i hear a but, I hear a he's I hear a, a but he's a phenomenal <laughs> fighter
0: but again this go this is no different than what i just said about you know Colby Covington and Leon Stephen is way older mm-hmm. than Shavkat, and as good a stand-up fighter as Steven is we have seen that he has slowed down in some areas he's still fast I'm not saying that he's not fast he's still got speed but he's not as fast as he used to be mm-hmm. and you know you take a look at what has been done by certain fighters to get him to the ground Shavkat has, has proven he has the wrestling ability to get in on Wonderboy, get him to the ground, and do damage there. But he can stand up with him. Now, it's going to be a little bit awkward in the beginning because anybody that is fighting Wonderboy has to bide their time in what they're doing based, just based upon the length and the ability for Steven to cover distance quickly. And he does that. And he does it well. And you know, we talk all the time about more fighters are starting to do the things that Stephen Thompson has done for a while. We normally don't have, we don't train people to throw same side kicks yeah. and punches. Okay, Stephen Thompson does it, and he does it better than anybody else. And he's done it for a long time, and he's caught a lot of people. His first knockout in because... the OC was with that. Exactly. Yep. You know, and so you look and you go, you know, he does things that we normally tell people don't do that
1: yeah.
0: and he does it well and he makes it work you know we just saw what was the fight we just saw was you know armand sarukian at yeah. okay, what he what he did in knocking out Benil. same side it's awkward it's it's not something we normally tell someone to do but it can be effective and Stephen thompson is the guy that made it something that you had to go Oh, he's dangerous he can do this mm-hmm. so can he catch him He could catch anybody. He's got that talent. He's got power. He's got power in his kicks. They're fast. I just look at the age factor is going to work against him. He's going to get, you know, he's always in shape, but he's going to have pressure on him in a fashion by Rachmaninoff that is difficult as far as you controlling, you know, where the engagements occur. Mm -hmm. Rachmaninoff is going to, he's going to push on those. And that's going to put Steven at a point where he's having to work a little bit harder than he wants to. It's a little bit harder than what's comfortable. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see how that, you know, if that plays out in the fight,
1: I agree with you. I want to know how Shavka looks guys. Like, let me go back a little bit. Guys like Steven Thompson and Leonardo Machida, those guys. And, uh, uh, just fought, just fought last weekend. Uh, God. Tim Elliott, excuse me, there's, yeah. st- their style of which they fight, it's hard to Freaking. train for. Yeah. And, and so when you're dealing with a fighter like that, how is Shafkart going to, he may, I think he's going to have to work the cobwebs out. He's going to have to work through oh, it a yeah. little bit in that first two and a half, three, maybe even the first round. Maybe the first round, yeah. Because when, you, when you go back and you watch Kevin Holland when he fought Steven Thompson, he's like, man, he's faster than I thought. Shit's coming from, it's coming from areas I didn't think it would come from. And, and he's, Kevin Holland's tall shavka is also Hall's a fast tall. fighter he's a fast fighter as well yeah Shavkot is a tall fighter as well so is steven thompson how is steven going to deal with someone that's very similar in just height if not if yeah. not taller and just more aggressive fights a very aggressive fight Shavkot is there to be hit though that's the other thing he's not he's not a he's not someone that's not he's there He's not elusive he's not elusive he's someone that yeah. can be hit so this the makes for, got a chin. this makes yeah he's got a chin. It makes for a fun fight. It makes for a really fun fight because I look for him to take the fight to the ground. But from what I understand from Kill Cliff uh, FC, is that eh, don't expect him to probably shoot because it's just nah. not it's just not what he does. Like he'll do it in transition, but he's not out there just shooting double legs. You know yeah. he will he will work his way his kickboxing get into the clinch a little bit of a. Hip toss, foot sweep, whatever it is, you know, trip, whatever it is, he'll do. But don't look for him just to just to be down there like shooting far away to cover the gap and the double leg. It's not going to happen. So, um, I want to see how he handles that Stephen Thompson uh, funkiness, like how people handled Machida, you know. And even though he's getting older, it's still hard to deal with. Great fight though. This is going to be a great fight. Next. Next one, we've got the man Tony
0: Ferguson taking on Patty Pimlet. This is an interesting matchup. And you take a look, and uh, it's as good a fight for Tony as I think you can get for him as far as uh, what Patty does, you know, how good he is, and how many eyeballs are on Patty because there's a lot of uh, a lot of people that are going to be rooting for Patty there's a lot of people behind him they like his his swagger his style all that stuff so i look at you know tony's had you know a long run of losses now and you know he had a huge huge run of wins and then all losses some of them vicious as far as knockouts like the chandler knockout he's been submitted got submitted by bobby green But if you're going to look at the best fight possible for him as far as name recognition and not quite the best fighter out there, not a guy in the top 10, this is the guy. This is a good fight for Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson, you know, this fight should tell everybody, you know, everything they need to know. Is Tony Ferguson still got something or is it really gone?
1: I want. I want to say. I want. I don't want to put any disrespect on Patty Pimlet.
0: No, I don't want to disrespect him either. But I, you got to take a look. Name recognition, the way people react yeah. to him, it's there. Yeah, it is. Okay, it is. but is his fighting ability? If you take a look at you know people in the lightweight division, does he belong
1: in the top ten? No. Does he belong in the top fifteen? Pull up the top 15. Let me see who number 15 is. Who's number 15 for the lightweights? No. Drew no. Okay. Does
0: he beat Drew? Does he beat Moicano?
1: Does he beat Bobby Green? Does he beat St. Denis? See, my, my thing was is is he better than Bobby Green? I don't think he's better than Bobby Green. And I know Tony oh, just yeah. lost to Bobby Green. Um, I don't think he's better than Bobby Green. The thing that concerns me about Tony Ferguson is that his body on the ground, but John, when, when I, his body on the ground is not the same as it was years ago. And so That's when I, when when you and I talked the other day and we were on the show, and I said I'm getting the itch to fight bare knuckle boxing or I'm getting the itch to fight boxing, it's because I don't want to train wrestling. I don't want to. I enjoy grappling, but I enjoy grappling with old people. Tony Ferguson's got. Tony Ferguson's put his body through hell. He's had, uh, you know, the knee injury. He's had issues with injuries. He does history or people have told me that he was never the guy that trained the smartest. He just trained the hardest.
0: He's that means hard. that his
1: body. If you watch him do his knee slide thing before every fight, and you, it's yeah. sad. You watch it from 2014 to 2022. It's a completely different person. And so when I'm, when I'm looking sure. at this fight, if Patty Pimlet can get this fight to the ground, I think, I think there's a chance that he wins this fight. I think on the feet, Patty Pimbleton for a dog fight. And everyone's like, oh, what are you talking about? You know, like it, Tony's chin is gone. Tony, t- Tony, I'm sorry, but last I checked, he fought Justin Gaethje. He fought uh, Michael Chandler. His losses are to guys in the top five and top eight, whatever it is. His loss to Bobby Green and to, to Nate Diaz, I mean, he got submitted. But like I just said, he is not the same guy on the ground that he was seven years ago, eight years ago when his body was able to take the abuse and keep coming through. As you get older, it's the ground. It's the ground that sucks. You're, you don't train it as much. Your Your, your knees don't bend as much the 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 techniques you were utilizing to get to the arm bars and the submissions you can't because your your hips and your knees I just got back doing stem cells what the fuck you think I was there for because of all the damage I did to my body grappling yeah. so much and I loved grappling but my my submission transitions were shit towards the end of my career they weren't great I mean just just because I just couldn't do it you know and Tony's kind of in that in that age bracket of 37 38 whatever it is can't do it man so i look at patty patty i don't think is the best grappler after seeing him on the ground several times now i don't think he's the best grappler but, but tony's also not the same he's got a decent ground game. he's though. a decent decent but he's not but tony's not the same grappler that he was years ago on the feet and i i look at this fight on the feet i would give it to tony I think I think Paddy's got the you, I I Paddy's got the I'm power. I am not exactly. He's got the explosiveness. I think got more power
0: than But but yep, John's got more speed. As
1: after the first round, will he still have it? I'm not not saying he, you know, he, I don't know. He cuts so much weight cuz he lets himself get out. By the second and yeah. third round, he's not the same fighter. I let's agree. Be, and, and, but that's a I think that's
0: one of the biggest problems that he's going to have to Look at and figure out, Mm -hmm. hey, if I want to do this for a career, if I want to be that guy, I got to be full time. It's not like, oh, I have a fight and then I just go crazy and I gain 50 pounds. Well, I'll lose it again. No,
1: you can do it when you're 25. Listen, Cage Wars, buddy. Okay, like you're not fighting Joe Blow down off the street that just got off the bar stool. No, no, you're fighting the the guy that's going to get you into the top 15. You're, you know, that's what you're fighting right now. And so, I just I, I there's ways that I see Patty Pillman winning this fight. If it hits the ground, I could see Patty muscling his way to a side choke, muscling his way to the back, muscling his way to potentially an arm bar or something along those lines, utilizing that grappling in that position. Yeah. I, I think the strength wise, I think he can muscle his way to a side choke, just like Bobby did. Side choke. I yeah.
0: I agree. I think a side choke. Yep. If he catches an arm or anything, he's
1: gonna have to try he's to have tear to it break
0: yeah, which, which, he may, it, which he possibly may.
1: Which he possibly may. But, but I look at that, but then on the feet. In the first round, Tony's going to be a little slower. He's not going to be as fast. He's not going to be as explosive as, as Patty. But if Tony can get through that first round into that second, I'm going to lean a little bit more towards Tony. Because Patty's not the same fighter in the second and the third round. We saw that with the uh, what Jared Gordon fight, right? Yep. It's just not the same guy. I think it's because he blows himself up so much. That it has an effect on him later in the fight. Now, that being said, he just got married. After you get married, you go through a little puffy phase, okay? <laughs> but it's that rejuvenation of, okay, the wedding planning is done. The wife is happy. She's got a ring on it. Okay, whatever it is, I can move on now to getting back to the gym full time and get my life back on track. So we may see he's, a different Patty come this fight. He needs to keep it there. yeah. All right, we had
0: Vicente Luque taking on the undefeated, the man who's been Jeez. the talk of the town in a lot of different ways. Some of it good, some of it not good. Ian Machado, Gary. I tell you what, I think this is could be fight of the night right here. This is a great matchup. Vicente Luque's got power, but he can be stubborn mm. as far as the way he wants to fight the fight. He can uh, he can take the fight to the ground. Will he? I'm not too sure. And if there's one thing that we've seen out of Ian Gary, Ian Gary is he's got solid stand up. He's got, he uses his distance and his reach very well. And he'll take it to the ground. So I think Vicente Luca has to at least put out there that I'm willing to take you to the ground, put it in his mind. It's a big thing. But this is a, in my opinion, this is a big, big fight for Ian Gary to prove exactly, hey, I'd do belong up here in the top 15, which he's in. And I am a guy that you're all going to have to start worrying about. Vicente Luque needs to shut it all down.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about the fight. And then we'll talk about, <laughs> I'll talk about the effects of the outside drama. In a sec. <laughs> Vicente Luque and Gary both were at Kill Cliff. Vicente's Vicente still there. I, I didn't, wasn't aware that Ian left. I thought maybe they just trained at different times or they just didn't train together. Knowing the fight was going to happen. Um, That being said, Ian Gary's been dropped. He's been hurt. He's worked through it, came back, got the win. But he is able to be hurt. Vicente Luque is someone sure he can get hurt, but he's a, a pretty good defensive fighter. His style of, of striking, he is somebody that is uh, he's defensive, he's pretty slow, tight. methodical, tight with his defense, lets his combinations mm-hmm. go. you know. But he also... I think has to fight guys that generally will try to take him down in this fight. I don't think he needs to worry too much about that. Ian Gary may try, but I don't think it's going to be like, he's not looking at Gilbert Burns trying to take him down or Bilal Muhammad trying to take him down. It's not world-class wrestling or world class jujitsu that he has to fear. You know, if this fight hits the ground, it's like, okay, look, I've been here with guys like this. There's a little bit of a threat, but just be smart and get my ass back up to my feet. And I think Vicente will be good. Um, Ian Gary, I think it's the longer. The, he's obviously the younger, the longer, and the faster fighter. Uh, he's he's got the undefeated record. That oh, first O, oh, that first loss is difficult to to lose. I mean, he's just he's got he's on a he's on a, a focus. He's on that um, confidence train. He believes that he can be beat in his mind. He believes he's the champion. All of those things are great, but when you start adding up, John, with what's been going on outside the cage, and I, I said this when the the night you weren't that you weren't on when I did the four hour show, I I refuse to talk about another man's wife. I will not do it. Okay, so if you want to say something, go right ahead, but I am not going to do it. Look, his yeah. relationship with his wife is his own damn business, and that's not that's mine. His business. I will not. Right. I will not talk about his wife. I will not talk about her her book. I will not talk about. Their relationship. I will not talk about anything she's ever done in the past. That's that's this young man's wife. He decided they want he wanted to get married. They decided they wanted to get married. Good on him. He's gonna have to deal with whatever comes this way, though. How does that affect his fight? I don't know. We won't know until we get to the fight. That's where I'm gonna leave that portion of it all. But outside distractions <sighs> are never good. Never. No. Outside
0: distractions and things that are bothering you.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: people bother you with their comments and everything. It, it tends to take over what's the importance yeah. of where you need to keep your attention at. And I do, I look at this fight and I see Ian Gary is going to be on the outside. He's going to be moving. He's going to be trying to, you know, bring Vicente Luque, who's going to be hunting him down. He's going to try to bring him into traps. Land power shots on him at times and continue to be elusive throughout the fight. Mm-hmm. It's a good game plan. It's a it's it's the the right way for him to get a win against Vicente. I do have the question just like you: is where's his head at? Yep. Is it that he just completely focused and that's I don't care about what anyone says. It doesn't mean anything to. You. I'm just focused on Vicente Luca. It might be but it might be where his attention is actually being pulled in other places that are going to do no good for him in the
1: fight. Well, John, uh, we'll see. T- today's Tuesday. We're filming. It's Tuesday night. The this sh- this show will drop tomorrow morning, which is Wednesday morning. They have press tomorrow. Yep. This is for sure going to be a topic. So even if he oh blocked it out of his mind for the last two weeks,
0: they're going to right
1: bring it right back up the week of the fight, which I think is shameless because you know that the guy's got more on his plate to worry about than what, you know what his what his wife wrote about, you know, 10 years ago or whatever it was. Like, well, for, yeah, that's what's on. upsetting. Everyone is say, everyone's
0: saying it's a book. I don't even know.
1: It's, what it's 11 it's pages long. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's not a book. <laughs> John, it's, for some of us that what? can't read 11 pages, that's a fucking novel, right? <laughs> that's a fucking book. <laughs> like to me, if if you gave me a, a, when I was like 10 years old, if you gave me something that was 10 pages or 11 pages, I was like, man, this thing's like a novel shit. Get this thing out of my face. <laughs> I hated reading. Yeah. I hated it. Oh, man. The distraction. That's all. I mean, and the media is going to bring it up a lot this week. And it's it sucks because he's got a fight in front of him. He's got a nasty, talented um, veteran fighter in front of him that is just as good, if not better than him on the feet. It's just uh, he's. I hate to see a young fighter like him at 13 and 0 get distracted with something like this, walking into a fight because the media is not going to let it go. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah, he, he may have that steel trap or he can just sit there and go, none of it's getting to me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's that guy.
1: Maybe we're gonna find out.
0: I don't know. All right. We have Josh Emmett taking on a last minute or last week replacement in Bryce Mitchell. This is a this is a great featherweight matchup. I really like this one as far as the fact that they got Bryce Mitchell to come
1: in. Thug nasty. uh, Thug nasty.
0: Thug nasty (laughs) from Arkansas, baby. He's a farmer. Love it. I love that man. But 16 and one, taking on Josh Emmett, who we know is, you know, fought for. He fought for the interim title. He did not get it. But he has power. He can wrestle. And what is Bryce Mitchell going to do if he cannot get Josh Emmett to the ground? Does he have the stand-up to stay with him?
1: No. I agree. He does not have the stand-up. He does not have the power. He does not have the footwork, the head movement. He doesn't have any of those things to deal with Josh Emmett's power. So how does he get him down? Fucking pull a rabbit out of the hat. (laughs) I have no idea, John
0: minari roles what are we talking no, about here What's no he gonna do
1: it's gonna be more of look what we are have to take into consideration is that like i've said um earlier who was i talking about scroll up let me see i gotta remind myself you know cte uh tony ferguson the wrestling at that age with josh emmett he's not looking to wrestle he can wrestle no but his ability to gramby roll scramble out of positions is not the same as it was when he was 26 28 31 okay it's not there so bryce mitchell utilizing his his youth i think to his advantage and creating scrambles that josh sure can probably maybe outscramble him but just will not be able to in some positions because of the flexibility because of the just his body is not able to move that way anymore uh, in the wrestling areas i think that's how bryce mitchell gets him down he's gonna have to chain russell he's gonna have to he's gonna have to throw big shots to get in and close that distance because it's only going to take one shot for josh emmett to put his lights out
0: he's got that power and we've seen it in the past so can he you got to look and you go the power is not going to go away the ability to get the punch there that sometimes is the biggest problem or the speed starts to change a little bit but i haven't seen that from josh he still got
1: fast hands. he does i'm still I'm, I'm so excited about this fight though to be honest because it's i know it's a last minute replacement also but i forgot even who josh Hemet was supposed to fight that's how much more excited i am about this fight who was josh supposed to fight before
2: uh uh <clears throat> look Let me jump into the rankings here. It was Giga. It
1: was Giga. (laughs) Oh, Giga
2: Giga Giga got the groin injury.
1: I mean, and look, and I looked at that fight as it could end up being a stand-up fight, but then I also look at it as that if Josh Emmett decided to utilize his wrestling in that fight, it could have been a real quick night against Giga. He could have put Giga away because Giga on the ground is not the same fighter, nowhere near the same fighter as he is on the feet. No No. levels to that game, but it it does it does
0: play into the whole fact of. Josh had to be working yeah. on his wrestling in camp thinking that he's going to fight Geek and I want to get this fight to the ground. Yes, but now he's different. Now he's just going to be looking at it in
1: a different fashion. Yes. One's
0: offensive. One's defensive.
1: And that's, that's where the difference lies though, John, is that like, I know I spend time pressing you to the fence, shooting the takedowns, getting you down, dominating top position this time. I'm actually trying to lower my hips, dig my underhooks. Different fight. Sure. Different fight. If anything, this doesn't favor Josh Emmett at all based on the fact that your game plan took a total 180. Oh, yeah. Total 180. You know, um, yeah, you went from being the fighter that wanted the fight to hit the ground mm-hmm. to being the fighter that wants to keep it on the feet. Yeah. And it, I'm sorry, but sprawling and brawling is a tough way to. <laughs> sucks. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> so does having to get takedowns, but. You know, being relentless, though, is a little bit easier once, you know, your cardio's up. But sprawling and brawling is brutal. Uh, John, any other honorable mentions you want to give in this uh, prelim? I want to obviously give one to one of my boys that I train with for a while. But go ahead if there's any uh, anybody on there for you.
0: Look, you got to say that Cody Garbrandt taking on Brian Kelleher. Good fight. It's a big fight for Cody as far as he wants to get back into that groove and continue on. So that's a big one right there. Andre Feely against Lucas Almeida is actually a really good, good fight. fight. That is a good fight. That's going to yeah. be fun to watch. And then uh, Randy Brown going against uh, Solikov. Solikov, great stand-up. Yeah. He's the you know basically the Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, he's got all the spinning attacks and everything. But Randy Brown, huge length, yeah. tough dude. That's a great fight.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give some love to uh, my boy Tiger U- Ulymbekov against Cody Durden. Uh, Ulenbekov is someone I've trained with, grappled with, really, really respectful young man. I love watching him uh, fight. He's fourteen and two. He's gotten a lot better in the last probably two or three fights. I'd say three or four fights actually. Confidence is up. Believes in himself. Click on him. Click on his uh, record. Who did he beat last? Was it last fight? He had a really close fight. Can't remember if he won. So I can't find Ulenbekov. Yeah, you can't find your mouse. Can't find your head. <laughs> Who did he fight? Stamen, I think. Was it Cody Stamen? No, no Nathan Maness. Nathan Maness? Yeah, he lost to Tim Elliott. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, the fight against uh Nacimento and his fight against uh, Maness. Both good fights. Very good fights. And the Tim Elliott fight. Look, Tim's just Tim.
0: <laughs> it's the funkiness, man. Tough to deal with.
1: Tough to deal with. But I want to give him some love, give him some shout, and uh, I'm looking forward to watching the Feely and Almeida fight. Uh, I love watching Feely fight. I love watching him yeah. fight. So, all right. Well, hey, that's going to wrap up our UFC talk. And uh, before we move on to the, some of the news, go to onlyfans.com slash weighing in, onlyfans.com slash weighing in. Follow some of your top fighters that are over there. You've got Chris Cyborg, Grant Primus, uh, you know, AJ McKee. You've got a lot of t- Charles Oliveira. There's a lot of top level fighters that are over there. There's going to be some new signings that are coming up also that'll be on that platform. Um, we're going to start looking to work with them. We just did a show right before we uh, came on here. We did a show on OnlyFans. It was a live show, but you guys can actually take a look at it still. And uh, we talked about the Clarissa Shields sparring session um, against another another male boxer. And uh, that, that content will only be available on OnlyFans. It is free, you guys, to subscribe to us over there. It is free. You don't have to follow anybody else. You can follow us. It is free. Check us out over there. If your wife asks, say, look, I don't follow anybody else. I only follow the OnlyFans." fans. You can look at my feed. Yep, you
0: can look at my as feed. as long as
1: you're telling the truth, you're going to come out shining like a,
0: smelling like a rose. Smelling like a rose. Shining like a, smelling like a rose. Shining, Great. shining. So <laughs> I was like shining like a brand new car. Nah.
1: Yep. But I wanted to, uh, wanted to also extend to you guys that we will be doing specific content on that platform at OnlyFans.com slash In. They will only be available on that platform. So head on over there, subscribe to us. It is free. We do uh, a lot more of our live shows are on OnlyFans. You guys can check us out over there. Well, thank you guys for continuing to support us. And we will be over there quite a bit more coming up as well. So... John, not John, sorry, Dave, take us away, buddy. Dave. What do you got?
2: All right, we have a fight announcement galore. Yes. Uh, first one is Curtis Blades in jail in Almeida.
1: Man, just call me the matchmaker. I called for this fight. <laughs> called for this fight. You did? Yes. You did. Call for this. This is a good matchup in the heavyweight
0: division. Look at it. Almeida's got, you know, great ground game. Curtis Blades is a damn good wrestler. Stand-up-wise, he's gotten better and better. Mm-hmm but we we have seen that his chin get touched. Almeida has been looking really good lately, but he was unable to get rid of a guy in Derek Lewis that he had him mounted for, mm-hmm. what, 20 minutes of the fight?
1: Jesus. When you look at this fight, John, <laughs> and you're the UFC, yep. and you're a fan at home going, why they put this fight together? You, you want to explain it to them or you want me to explain no, it? No, you can't. Them? I know <laughs> Go ahead. It's good. We put you against Derek Lewis for you to get the takedown, for you to dominate the position, and you get the submission, submission. and move on. We needed a moment for you to look like a rock star. You shit the bet. Yep. And so, guess what? We're going to give you the guy that we think potentially could beat you. Or at least make you fight to your potential, because this is the thing: the UFC is going to pull the best out of you, and the cream's going to rise to the top, or you're going to shit the bed. And that's exactly what they're looking to see. Like, do we have somebody? Do we have yeah. this guy? Is what they're asking. And we're going to this guy. What we thought he was, yeah. And we're going to find out. Yeah. And because right now, like, had he dominated, the, he dominated the Curtis the Derek Lewis fight. Well, he... Yeah. But if he got the submission and got him out of there rounds one or two, he'd be, he'd be, pull up the rankings. He'd be fighting somebody else that was better tailor-made for him. The UFC would have said, you know what? Let's give him heavyweights. They would have said, Let's give him Alexander Volkov. Yep. Let's give him Volkov. Gets the takedown, dominates top position. Maybe another submission. Let's wipe our hands of this. Boom. Let's get ready to start seeing who is his net Maybe Sorogan gone next. Another guy, not great on the back, on his back, not great on the bottom. Okay, got a good takedown defense, but let me see what he can do. Better than than I made on the feet, but this. Let's we'll see if he can get it. Then let's talk about title shot because that lets the title shot stuff to you know settle in. Tom Aspinall, John Jones, Stepe. Let's give him. But no, this this shot with Curtis Blades. This is a we banked on you in the last fight. You laid a, a pile of shit. And now we're going to actually feed it to you back and go, hey, if you can get this win, John, tell me I'm lying. Tell me, no, you're I'm not. not.
0: You're not lying. You, it's, you got it exactly right.
1: It, look, you guys could say that I'm hating, but I'm being on John and I. That's why when John looked at me, he goes, "This is how. This is how. This is how the promotion business works. Is we wanted the best for you. You didn't do us a favor by getting the finish that we we set you up for." And so now we're gonna have we're gonna have to test you and challenge you to see what's next. This is what made Conor McGregor so damn famous. Everything they put in front of him, he did it. And maybe like the the, the Max Holloway fight was the one where he tore his knee, and it was like that's the one that kind of was like, oh well, he didn't look great in that fight. Yeah, he hurt his fucking knee, you know. Yeah, but yeah. But all the other fights and though continued on. But all the other fights, he did what he was supposed to do. Went out there he got the knockout or he made it look good he looked impressive well, he,
0: not not only did he do what he was supposed to do he did what he said he would
1: do yeah he walked the walk you know talk the talk, talk walk to the talk. walk all that shit that's right where the, that's where the mystic mac
0: came from exactly
1: so, you know hindsight's 50, for a while 50. he said it and
0: it happened so
1: yeah and, and that's the thing so when he he delivered on all ends of when they were making the push for him patty Pimblett is in that struggle right now of, I need to deliver right now. I need to finish Tony Ferguson. If I don't, my next fight's going to be even worse. Like, one of the worst. They're setting you up. They're, they're setting Patty up for success right now. You need to win this fight. You need to finish. If you don't finish, pull up the rankings for the 55-pounders. If you don't finish...
0: He's not, we're, not even there.
1: No, I know they're not. But, John, they're going to go, you know what? If you don't finish, I think Jalen is going to be your next fight. I think Drew Dober is going to be your next fight. Just that's what I'm saying. Like, if he doesn't get Tony Ferguson out of there, look for them to match him against somebody that doesn't stylistically benefit him at all. You're going to see him. You're going to see a fight with Jalen Turner. You're going to see a fight with, you know, with, uh, you might see a Bobby Green fight just because Bobby and him may just do this and it may sell itself. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just, you know, that I think that that may end up being something, but they're going to give him somebody that, Stylistically, is not a good matchup for him. And they're going to see if the cream rises to the top if he doesn't finish Tony Ferguson. And that's what we're seeing right now with uh, Almeida. Almeida's got to get a win. He's got to make it look good. He's got to be impressive. They did this to him because of his last fight.
0: They gave him one of the toughest matchups yeah. for him there is in the division.
1: Yeah, true. Absolutely true.
2: So. Next... Next fight, we have a strawweight fight announcement. Amanda Lemos versus Tatiana Suarez. Let me tell you.
0: I tell you what, I look at this one, and I like the fight. Yeah. But I'm just going to put it out there. Look, Tatiana Suarez is a problem for that entire division. Mm -hmm. She has got phenomenal grappling. She's getting better all the time. Mm -hmm. Her striking has gotten better. They don't want to put her against Whaley. They like Wei Lee Li as the champion. Why do they like Wei Li? John?
1: Answer the question. I know the, I know the entire the Chinese market. There Let's just go. be
0: honest. There you go. You know, so you, know, you look and you go, they have Alexa Grasso, the Mexican mm-hmm. contingent there. Mm-hmm. She's got all of Mexico going crazy for her. That's great. So uh, it's better to keep Wei Li, but got to be honest, man. Tatiana Suarez deserves it. Mm-hmm. She's gone in there. She, you know, she won that Ultimate Fighter. She, you know, came out. She got sick. She's come back from that, and she has looked fantastic in her return fights. Uh, she's gonna, you know, this this is a good fight. Amanda Limos is tough, but I look at this and it's like you're gonna keep on p- yeah. pushing her into the next fight, pushing her into the next fight because you're afraid of what could happen if you put her into that championship
1: fight. Yeah, this is uh <laughs> we've seen the rock we've seen john cena we've seen lebron james all bend the knee to china
0: <laughs> all of them yeah well.
1: they've all been the knee yeah and and that's what's going on right now i mean tatiana suarez 10 and 0 finishing everyone like yep. i'm sorry if anyone deserves a title shot it's her I know she's coming off of a long layoff, but she's got two very impressive wins. Two, two good wins in a row. They What they've done is they put the toughest fight for her in front of her, I think, in this division. The rest of them, I think, and then outside of her, it'd be Wei Li. That's it. And Wei going to be a tough fight for her, given all of her recent experience and working with um, Henry Cejudo in the wrestling. I think that's going to be a factor uh, with Wei Lee. Oh, look, Wei, Wei Lee is... She's special mm-hmm. as far as
0: super strong, yeah. very athletic. She's a great champion. I'm not saying I, she's a great fighter. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to say matchup-wise, stylistically, who's going to be one of her tougher fights? Suarez. Yeah. You know, you can sit there and say, Carlos Sparza, No. She's number one. That's not a tough fight for her. Either is Jaunan. Not going to no. be a tough fight for her. No. So you just take a look and you go, all right, I, I understand why you putting her against Limos, yeah. but eventually, I think you're gonna have to put her against Whaley.
1: You know what's funny is the fight that I really want to see, and I know it's probably not gonna happen—at least not in the next two years—is I would like to see Tatiana Suarez and Mackenzie Dern. Be interesting. It would be a good fight. Would be. It would be a good fight because Tatiana Suarez can fucking wrestle, and she her grappling's great MMA grappling. And McKenzie yes. Dern, she can fucking grapple. She can't wrestle for shit, but she can strike. You know, but she's got some striking. She can take a shot. John she puts her chin up in I, the she air. Does, she does, but she throws. Man, she's not afraid She does throw. She's not oh, she's to tough. Get hit. She's, I'm not
0: saying yeah. she's not tough. Yeah. She, she sticks her chin up in the air and it's like, you
1: gotta stop Which makes doing for that. fun fights, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when uh, when the technique's I, I, not great, those are usually no, some I'm of the best at, fights.
0: Put your chin down. Put uh, your chin down. Yeah. That's all I'm saying while I'm watching uh, the fight. Put your chin I down. I get
1: it. I get it. Oh, yeah. uh, but um, I, I would love to see that fight.
2: Can I just say before we move on to the next fight here, nine yeah. years ago today, Carlos Barza won the inaugural title, nice. and it's just crazy to see she's still sitting there at number one. I mean, obviously, she's not been at number one, but she's still there at the top. Mm-hmm. Well to see nine years on.
1: That's pretty impressive, I mean, because she went through some hard times for a while, she was uh, in like she number. She was ranked times. like number eight and ten. She's pregnant that. now. She just, I think she just had a baby. Okay, I think they I just had the, had the had baby. baby. Dave, can you I look that know. up? I want to make sure, but I, I yeah. believe she just had the baby. I knew she was Good pregnant, for her. but yeah, congratulations. She's if you you've obviously I know met her, but have you ever hung out with her? <laughs> yes, I have. She's an absolute sweetheart. She, sweetheart yep. sweetheart of a person just so it's funny because when,
0: when we were in we were in chicago you know one of her best friends was um <sighs> felice Herig, mm-hmm. yep. and, yeah, and uh, they used to be they were you know freaking frack together when they were <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, but they were fun to be around you know yeah and, uh, you know, she's yeah. just a good person baby came in october october september oh okay september, nice. september what there, i didn't say know that, september so congratulations. what? Congratulations.
2: Yeah, September twenty third.
1: Ah, oh, I just missed my birthday. Also born on the uh on the cusp of Virgo and uh what's the other one? Leo? I think it's a Leo is the one after me. Libra. Libra. There you go. I know it start with now. <laughs> Sorry, man, I'll pay attention to it. I'm on the twenty first. Habib is on the twentieth. Javier Mendez is the nineteenth. Habib is the twentieth, and I'm the twenty first. Isn't that weird? Kind of weird. I think it's kind of weird, no, kind of weird but Anyways, uh I, I would love I, I'm looking forward to seeing top. This is a really tough fight for uh Suarez. The the speed, the footwork, the power uh of Lemos, I think is gonna give Suarez some problems, but I think once the fight hits the ground Take goodbye. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Suarez just she's good, man. And operating on all levels, you know, with Patchy Mix as her boyfriend, the two of them just Helping each other get better, man. Grinding away, yep. getting better in their MMA, Jiu-Jitsu world. So, good stuff. Uh, what else you got for us, Dave? All right. Well, another
2: fight here. We got uh, Tai Vasa and Marcin Tabura in February at the UFC 10
0: pay-per-view.
1: John, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> Such
0: it's an... like ass. one of those... First off, I love Tai Vasa. Mm. He's funny. He's got personality. But you take a look at this fight, and it's one of those okay. But in the end, no one's really caring because neither guy is going to be the guy. You're going to say that I like Ty Avassa. I do. I think he's great. I want to see him do another shoey. I ain't never doing that shit. But it's great to see him do it. He's, you know, if dude, look, if you're going to get in a brawl in the in, in the in the alley, you want Ty as one of the guys with you. Yeah. Unfortunately. His skill set is never going to be the skill set yeah. that's going to get him past that next level, you know. And he he's fun to watch because he, he'll go out there and bang. But every time that I I watch him against that guy in that next level, I'm cringing because I know oh, oh move do this mm-hmm. do that and you know it's just you know he's working you know past. You know, his skill level mm-hmm. as far as, you know, when he fights a Cyril God or someone like that, it's just, that's a tough fight for him. Tough matchup.
1: Pull up the rankings. This, get it for this, me?
0: But this fight right here, this is both guys are going to bang. Yeah. So it's a good fight.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of Spivak, which is number eight. Okay. That whole division is the heavyweights are weak. That's it. You have yeah. you have you have, and then you have Francis Ngannou and you got Ryan Bader and you've got uh who's the one from the PFL that just won? See? Don't even know. I got a, what's his name? God, what's his name? For uh, for, for, for dude, he's tough. For he's, tough. Yeah, he's, he's a mountain of a man by huge. the way. He's huge. 6'8"? 6'8"? Six, eight? Six, eight. Yeah, 6'8". Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um look, just those three guys against any of these three guys any of these top eight guys they all make for great fights but that that in the whole sport john those are the best guys that's all you have it's 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 sad that we don't have more and better heavyweights because it's it, it but you gotta you gotta look and
0: say it's understandable is it yeah what's okay so you're a good athlete yeah. And you can go to the NFL and you're a real big guy. Mm-hmm. And so you play offensive line and you make you, you you're your blindside tackle and you make freaking a 25 million dollar contract. What's better? That or fighting in MMA mm-hmm. for the UFC mm-hmm. and getting your head Yeah. In the
1: no no, I I I do understand what you're saying, but um your percentage of actually making the NFL is a lot less than your percentage of being a champion in the UFC at heavyweight. I just well, I don't know. The champion in the UFC has two brothers that played in the that. NFL, this is so. true, this is true. <laughs> but my, my yes. thing is, may, maybe what I, I overstated that I should say, but like them being a top 10 fighter, it, it, the chances of them doing that are pretty high. If you take, if I took in like Greg Hardy, what was his name? Was it Greg Hardy? Yeah, yeah, Greg Hardy. Yeah, hey. you take him a little bit more training, a little bit more focus, I think, on his part. He would have been a top ten, a top five uh, heavyweight fighter. Awesome. You know, I mean, he wasn't afraid to get hit. He was actually out there slinging it. He c- could have beat Tuivasa, made a mistake, and got fucking knocked the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, he just yeah. he just needed more time, more experience, that type of thing. You take somebody of an NFL caliber who is maybe on the practice squad, and you put them, you give them two years of hard training. I think they end up being a number one, maybe even heavyweight champ. Brock Lesnar. He had wrestling, didn't like to get hit, UFC champ. Nope. That's how much you that's that's how little you need to know to be to be a, a heavyweight champ. That's why that's well, I'm just being honest. Look, look. look, look Let's look, take look. a look and I've said this constantly. The guys that can wrestle are going to uh, normally end up being the champ. John Jones, Cain Velasquez, DC uh Brock Lesnar Stipe Stipe I mean those guys can wrestle these guys here Tabura Tied to Avassa they can't wrestle and and they and if you're not if you can't wrestle at all you're not going to be champ this which is kind of weird to me that Curtis Blades is not the champ yet like I mean he he's he's not going to be the champ now that John's there for a second you know and Tom Aspinall is really good on the ground and just you know a young version of everybody i think right now and he's the future um but it, i'm just simply saying that the, the heavyweight division is in, a little bit in turmoil right now it's it's not the greatest of heavyweight divisions that's all across the sport okay. it's across the sport not just in not just in the ufc no, no, no. not it's just in any sport. other organization it's it's across the sport it's sad because the heavyweight division is what i feel dictates combat sports Boxing, you know, uh, MMA, it, it can dictate how much success the sport gets is the heavyweight division. And that's why during that time, remember the time when um, the Klitschko brothers were champion? They didn't fight enough. No one cared about boxing for that moment. It was only lucky enough that we ended up getting guys like Floyd Mayweather and Arturo Gotti and, and Ward and those guys that were f- willing to fight each other and fuck each other up. They, that's what kept people interested in boxing remember showtime did the series seven was it called the, the series, series six? Th- remember what was that no, sh- oh uh, super six super six sorry was it super six it was, okay yeah <laughs> super, super six. six they did the super, super si- six i don't know why it came with series seven man Jeez. <laughs> anyways i knew it had something to do with rhyming so the series six they had that and even that kind of fell apart but gosh that was there were some damn oh, it was good. good fights it was good Oh man, that was a great idea. I Just I wish it would have worked out better. 160, 168 pounders. Jeez, man. Carl Froch. Uh, Carl Froch. Abraham
0: Kessler, Kessler. Abraham. Abraham Ward. Ward, Ward fuck.
1: Just great. F- Jermaine, uh, Jermaine Taylor. Taylor. Man, yeah. Just some great fights, man. God, they yeah. were so fun. I was there live at a couple of them. They were just oh, like no, Darrell like, was also. Durrell was, it was. This is freaking insane. This is right. great. Anyways man the go the good old days of boxing <laughs> all right what else you got for us all right last one to wrap up on here is jake paul um <clears throat>
2: making comments about not having to promote or not wanting to promote his uh next fight here coming up and just wanted to get your thoughts on this out um, can we hear like, it there, look there was yeah, there was there play.
1: was something that i wanted to say about this and i actually ct kicked yeah. in and i forgot um but go ahead I don't know why they want me to keep on promoting this fucking he's the fight. fight the, I don't he's care. He's fighting on December 15th
2: against I don't care. This is literally guy. just so I can get experience. Like I'm wearing the same outfit as my last fight. Like I'm just showing up and knocking this guy the fuck out. It has nothing to do. We don't need to promote this shit. But it's the road to what? It's the road to becoming world a
1: world champion. You can't just
2: Throw that he off is a side. world champion. No, I, I am okay, I a world that champion. That I don't need world to champion. elaborate. Who the said, you, who of said that he's a I world champion? The talent, the hard work, the skill set, all the attributes of a world champion. So I, and he's going to showcase that on December fifteenth. I am that already, mm-hmm. and I'm willing and manifesting the rest into existence to become the
0: world champion.
1: John, I'm also a Super Bowl champion.
0: <laughs> I'm going to manifest that. <laughs>
1: this is, I, I do remember what I, I do remember. Dave, I want you to pull this up. There's something, I thought I actually put it in the text thread. Hold on. Why did you want that up? Because I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted this to be, because you wanted me to throw up in my mouth. Okay. <laughs> Where are you gonna send it? Uh, I'm trying to find. I thought I just sent. No it.
0: The, the the one you know, you know the one thing that I want to say off of that mm-hmm. thing with Jake Paul is look Jake Jake Paul's got you know his followers and his backing, and like I said, he can box. Yeah, but if you don't care about your fight, well, why is anyone else gonna care?
1: Yeah, let me pull this up real quick. Um. <laughs> Go ahead, John. Keep talking, buddy, because it's getting stale over here. <laughs> I asked you a question you didn't answer,
0: but I mean, you t- honestly, you take a look at the whole thing and, you know, I, I do know who he's fighting. It's Andre. Uh, see, I don't even remember his last name, <laughs> but it's like, wh- why is this fight? Is this a pay-per-view fight? And if it's a pay-per-view yeah. fight,
1: what the no, hell? No one's going to buy it. Yeah. I, you do know... buy it. No. Dave, I'm going to send it to you right now. This is this is what I thought of when it, um, I sent it to the news. This is what I thought of, John, when he started talking about, I, I'm a champion. I manifested it. I believed in it. I thought it was going to, you know, like I, I've trained hard. I put the work in. And what automatically went through my mind was this. I'm a model on Instagram. That's what she said. And I said, yeah, I'm a soldier on Call of Duty. Like <laughs> this is automatically what went through my mind. I'm like, just because like everyone believes they're a model on Instagram. Everyone believes like because I play Call of Duty, I'm a soldier. Like oh, I'm ready to go to war. I'm ready to die in there. Oh yeah. Oh true. yeah. Really, you are. Just because yeah. in your mind you you're already a champ. What do you mean you're a champion? You you've you've never never. He's manifested. He's it. never look. We talked about Pantoja earlier. He's never been through something like that that Pantoja did with Moreno. No. It's disrespect to say you're a champion when I've seen guys like that lay it on the line to get there to achieve that goal. That shit pissed me off. It was. I wanted to come up with this because it was a joke. But to hear you say and hear, your, and hear your, your, uh, your yes men sit there and say, you are a world champion. You are this. Shut the fuck up. It, that bothered me to the point of like, man, this, this is nuts. Oh, I manifested it. I've done this. I think it's great that you can visualize that, you know what? I'm going to be a world champion one day. I, I believe I can do it. I, I believe all that. Don't call yourself a world champion. You haven't done it. You haven't even clo- You're not even close. You're not even close. It's maybe I'm being rough and maybe I'm being harsh on it. But when I look at guys, when I look at guys like Pantoja go through what he went through in his last fight, what Brandon Moreno has been through in some of his fights, what Dominic Cruz has gone through in terms of the three years off coming back and winning back his title. Yeah. You haven't done any of that shit. You haven't done none of that. You know, and that, that that's what drives me crazy because these guys have been through the lowest of lows and they've struggled through some of the toughest times. And they fought their asses off. Literally picked themselves up off the ground. I mean, go back and watch the BJ Penn and GSP fight. I believe it was the first fight when he's trying to quit on the stool in between rounds. His coach goes, no, get your ass back out there. And he goes out there and wins the next two rounds and dominates the fight. Yep. That's what being a champion is. Not hand your opponents. Not, you know, not, not picking old MMA fighters. No, man. Like you going out there i know you're putting the work in we see it i see it you oh, he puts you, work, you can't be that no good. good he's gotten he's good he's he good working but to say you're a world champion is disrespect to all the other world champions who have done it whether it's an mma or whether it's boxing that shit pisses me off when you got yes men that follow you around on your podcast and say shit like that it drives me nuts drives me crazy there's my rant for the day i don't I want to end it this way <laughs> i didn't want to end it this way I but i had to end it. End it. <laughs> i had to man it was i was like man i it just was bothering me it was bothering me i knew that was try, i was trying to go with the funny way with the whole oh, yeah, i am a soldier on call of duty and yeah she's an instagram model but then uh but then the, then the real the real josh thompson came out for a split second <laughs> oh man for everyone out there it is christmas time so go
0: to our merch store and get yourself a beautiful hoodie that will keep you warm during the winter months that are happening right now because it's cold if you're here in tennessee it's cold if you're there in texas it's It's cold cold. it's cold (laughs) it's all cold and so you gotta get a hat you gotta get a hoodie you take the hoodie you put it over the hat and we're ready to go
1: (laughs) and we will see you